welcome back everybody right on time another episode of the lookout this is i mean it's wednesday it's hump day mm-hmm. i think there's a lot of i don't want to say there's a lot of humping in this episode but, <laughs> you know there's well, some questionable questionable, some questionable things. things yeah some questionable it's things go down in these episodes in this episode but we're glad to have you back of course if you're new to this um my name is meals i'm here with the platinum chanel boy himself jeff i am here i'm always here you're here third day in a row doing podcasts bro this is a whole week this is a whole it's taking us back to the the good you know the good old days i don't want to say good old days because every day is good when we're doing the lookout but the initial days when the the first set of episodes of lookout you know day by day you were on the first two i know it's so weird thinking back at those moments though like where we were and where we are now but here's the thing. You know why? Because it was so fun and such an it interesting time. It was so time. fun. Yeah. Because it was like Dragon Ball Super was like prime television at that. I know. Isn't that weird to say right now, bro? Like, it's it so, like, I don't even remember the feeling. Like, yeah. It was like must-see television. So really us was. covering it in like real time, which is something that we haven't been able to do since. But we, I think we'd like to do in the future. Yeah. Um, oh, especially definitely. with like a lot of big animes coming out in the fall and a lot of things that have been dropped off for the beginning of 2021. Mm-hmm. We would like to cover some stuff in real time, so maybe you guys can get that in the future. But um it was we just a great feeling. Yeah, and it's a great feeling to go over my Hero Academia season three. I mean, we've mm-hmm. knocked out two major episodes. Um the camping one. Yeah. I gotta yeah. stop saying um on this stupid episode. A lot of drama. Uh, we knocked out the camping one. We knocked out all my all my versus all for one. It's been an amazing two sets of episodes, and I think this one kind of represents more of a let's try to get back to normal. Let's cool <laughs> right. it down. Let's give you a little bit of action, but ultimately, it's nothing cataclysmic, world ending. Yeah, um, not necessarily filler, but some could say you know. But these episodes are still very good to me personally. No, I would I wouldn't say these are filler. I wouldn't say the majority of these episodes that we're covering are filler. And what we're doing is we're covering the transition into the dorm rooms and we're right. covering the provisional license exam today. But the provisional Those license episodes exam, are great. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think between that and the provisional license exam, I think the provisional licensing, it gives them the ability to play a little bit more now. Instead of it being kind of the trope of like, oh, I mean, how many times are you going gonna to get away with, you know, <laughs> using right. your powers illegally? Uh now it's kind of like okay now we're giving you guys a little bit of responsibilities it's very rare for first years to get their provisional license exam but (laughs) practically you guys have you know bodied a lot more villains within the last three months they've had to be real situation so (laughs) so i mean might as well but let's start off with the episode it's kind of the fallout from all might versus all for one and everything at least within the police department in the city is like looking grim we people get, are scared man we get the people full meeting they're, they're like god what are we you know smoking we have no leads on these guys like we don't you know there's no new information there's nothing that we've done and then one of the cops is like at least we got all for one and it's like yeah but we lost all might so like, <laughs> We didn't really win. Whatever happens next. Yeah, how are we going to be prepared? All Might was the one who kept all these villains at bay. Now All Might is gone. All these villains are going to come out the windows, making our job a little bit harder. You know what I'm saying? And, it, you know, you know, here's how I feel about that, because they, the, I thought it was a bit like, I understand that they were just trying to maximize the, 
the intensity and the issue with losing All Might, but like they have a system in place to make sure, you know, there's there's something that happens. So like I, I thought it was like just strange that they played onto this so much, just considering like the way that their society is. Like they know it's like a next man up type thing. They just had All Might for so long. You know, it's like I guess it's like when Jordan retired, you know what I'm saying? It's like, well, right. That's it. I mean, so let's let's use that. I don't have a problem with it. It's just, you know, after a while, somebody has to stand up and be like, hey, man, Endeavor's right there. Right. Well, let's use that analogy, though, when Jordan retired, right? So when Jordan retired, everyone, I think for the last, the next couple of years or so, were like, okay, who's the next Jordan? Right. Who's who's the next, you know, they were looking at. I don't even know if they were looking at Kobe quite like that immediately after. I think it took a couple of years after. And then there was a lot of stigma of like, can he do it without Shaq? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for sure. So it was kind of like that search as well. It's like, okay, well, who's the new symbol of peace? And you're looking at the second man up. I mean, who's the second man up in the NBA? <laughs> like That's fair. After, That's definitely fair. After Jordan, who was who was there? I'm sure um gosh, who's the commissioner? Ah, oh, why am I forgetting his name? David. Oh my god. Yes. Yeah, I'm sure he was like, yo, where's this money coming from? <laughs> right. Um, David Stern. Yeah. I'm sure he was like, yo, where, where's this money coming from? Like, where are we going to do next? He was the face. He was kind of everything. He was Americana. Where do we establish this next? And it took a few years before they kind of settled into it. And that's kind of like what's happening here. There's no All Might. So everyone's kind of looking now towards Endeavor, who's a number two hero, but not a lot of people like Endeavor. Endeavor doesn't rub people the right way. As as good as he is at his job and as powerful that he is, he doesn't rub people the right way. And Endeavor, you know, we get a scene of it because, uh, you know, after this attack, I think they cancel school. <laughs> Fair yeah. enough. I mean, should um, be for the rest of the week. Yeah. <laughs> so Shoto returns home and he's met by his sister. This is the first time we kind of like really, really seeing Shoto's family. Right. And- right. And I was excited about this because I, I remember just texting you about it because as much backstory as they've given us, they left holes, you know, in, in, in the story. Well, you said yesterday that you were going to read the manga all I, after the fact. I, I haven't started. I, I, <laughs> well, the holes will be filled. Well, for the most part, filled. H- holes will be uh, expounded upon. Okay, <laughs> um, but with that said, uh, Endeavor is not happy. He is the number two hero, and he right. says, I, I don't accept it. Not like this. I should have earned it myself. Not by him failing. Like, Wow. You, you Are you so, looking for like, a no, way out no. of the podcast game? I mean, no, you're, no. You're really, you're really you getting know, this right. I'm just... I'm just a guy who I'm just a guy who really loves cartoons. I don't know. That was that was very, very good, bro. What's going on? Um the talent you know, was there. Uh, you know, between a lot of Piccolo Vegeta and this guy, you know. <laughs> you just I, made I, it work. I, yeah, I, I hear voices similar in this vein a lot. Um, but Endeavor, he's not happy. He got the crown by default. He didn't earn it, he didn't beat him. He didn't beat Jordan at all. Some real kind, con- like some real competitorship for sure. Yeah, because uh, if you're a true competitor, you I mean, you're not gonna want to hand it to you ever. It's like at the end of um, I won't say at the end of Dragon Ball Z, at the end of the Cell Saga, where Vegeta's standing there 
and uh, he said, yeah. remember the part where he's like, I will never fight again? Yeah, like, yeah. Cap. Why did they um, throw that cap in for him? Like, we actually believe that. I felt like they legitimately thought it was going to be the end. And but then you, they didn't Busaka even came. I'm about to say, they didn't even like toy with the idea. Like, did they ever bring up that reference again? No, never. Yeah, it's just, they just wrote over it. It was Goku sacrificing himself. And he's like, man, if he sacrificed himself for for the world like what am i mm-hmm. what what will i do i'm not worthy and that's kind of how yeah. vegeta felt and that's how endeavor feels he's like yo i'm not worthy to be number one because i did not earn it i got it by default number one has been diminished so therefore now i am number one by default and he hates it he hates it for himself he's burning workout equipment and all this other stuff like that i would I have eventually like- got over it <laughs> I'll be like, all right, bring me the endorsements. <laughs> uh, <laughs> saying, Where's the money? Like, you know, we move I mean, on. He does, you know, we're gonna see in season four that he's and, and actually moving forward that he's doing fairly well yeah. for himself. Yeah, he figures um, it out, you know. After the fact, but you know, there is there Yeah, come. I understand his feelings. I get it. I get it. All right. And then we have um you know, All Might, who's trying to come to grips with everything as well. He's in the hospital and he's trying to more so come to grips beyond the cataclysmic fight that he in and he's able to lose his powers and all like that. He's coming to grips with the fact that Tomura Shigaraki is the grandson of his master, Nana Shimura. And it's warped how he thinks of him. He's having these things he's like, yo, I could, if I was just able to talk to him, maybe I could say something which, to which Gran Torino is like, are you on crack? Yeah, he's like, a villain. Yeah, it doesn't. He's getting his emotions all tied up, man. Like, yeah, especially especially when it comes to you know him trying to find his reasons as to what happened because he's not even worried about at that point. I don't think he's really processed everything with himself. You know, he's it's it's no. just about you know this this family ties and he can't get over it. I think, I think he's had a long uh, as much as it. As much as I'm now thinking, like, hmm, could there have been an episode where he, like, he's coming to grips with the fact mm-hmm. that he doesn't have his powers? I, I don't think it was such. I think he's been coming to grips with that since pretty much the season one. So he didn't even. He wasn't even. I, I see what you're saying. He just wasn't even surprised. He knew the situation. Yeah, because he knew this was going to happen eventually. Yeah. I think he knew that and he was the, going to lose. The, you know, after the yeah. fight. You know, he already yeah. knew. He'd come to grips with it. He is a chosen successor. I think he truly believes in Midoriya. Mm-hmm. I think. He um he was ready and he's ready to pass the crown. It's kind of now what happens next and how does he transition next? And we see him, you know, meet up with Deku on the beach. I right. love that moment because he punches him in the face and yeah. like, you fucking told me that you would not get involved by mm-hmm. any means necessary. Even if it worked, that's how they get yeah. down there. Doesn't matter. And you lied. You yeah. lied, you asshole. Um but she's so proud of him ultimately at the end of the day. Which is it's a sweet something. moment, right? Yeah, yeah, kind of a little counterproductive. It's kind of like, oh, you're admonishing him for this one thing, but at the end of the day, it's like, but you're such a hero. Like, oh my god, that was so awesome. Did you see the way Bakugo was flying in the air? <laughs> it's like Midori has been hit in the face twice, like blindsided. Like, yeah, I don't understand why they keep doing this to this guy. Like, he hasn't been through well, enough. He's got the he's most injuries of everyone. He's a little stubborn. He's a little stubborn. Um. But he's willing to train Deku to become the new symbol of peace. And that's how 
pretty much everything for All Might is going to roll on from here on out. He's no longer a major figure in the show. He's no longer an active combatant. He's no longer the get-out-of-jail-free card when villains show up and shit gets real. It's yeah. no longer the society and when Deku you, and ev- everyone. When you put it that way, I guess I, I can't understand why the police were like, yo, what's going on, man? This is weird. What are we going to do? This the next man up. Yeah, Endeavor. Like, you put it that way, man. It does sound, I mean, because if we, you got to put yourself in that world. You know, if you're there in that situation and you've had this one guy to lean on who you were comfortable with because of his personality, his charisma, and his actual power, and he's just gone, you're right. I guess I wouldn't be like, what's everybody complaining about? Endeavor's right there. Like, you know, I would definitely, like, be weary. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. I'm, no. I'm all with that for sure. Um, you know, Let's let's transition to the dorms, uh, because back at school, Principal Nezu is like, I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to do my Principal Nezu voice. He's a cute little rat. But yeah. it, he is unfortunately like, yo, we're in this unfortunate situation. But now we're going to implement a dorm system, a bubble, a bubble. Yeah, as, no, it's the bubble before the bubble, as, as some may say, to, for multiple reasons. But he's ultimately like, yo. Let's keep these students safe. Let's mm. keep them on dorms. We'll provide them the best opportunity. Provide them. This school got money, by the way. Money. Yeah, you already know. It's large. I don't even know how they're making their money. You know, like. Yeah. They're high like, school. <laughs> yeah, like, how are they getting this much bread? Like, I don't really know what kind of sponsors they got. Yeah, because they have an amazing, first of all, they have an amazing campus facility just in general but then they have the dorms and then the dorms have all these rooms they're able to house not only just the students but the teachers as well Mm -hmm. and feed these kids three times a day or maybe even more and i'm just like this is like i went to college this was not the same thing as when i went to college um it was not sexy at all but he's implementing this i think there's a i mean there's another reason why i think they want to Take a look at the students. See, like, yo, which one of y'all is wilding out right now, man? Yeah, who's who sick? told? There's who been, told, man? There's been too much intel that has leaked. Locations that have leaked. A lot of things. If the location to the summer camp thing hadn't leaked, they wouldn't have sold Bakugo. All Might wouldn't have to fight, and we'd still right. have All Might. So, yeah. there's obviously something that's going on that's very detrimental to the school. We need to figure out who the leak is. So they're going to keep an eye on them. And, you know, but before that, they can't just say like, uh, you know, mandatory dorms. They have to convince yeah, all the work out. I got to call. I got to call parents, man. Yeah. Convince all the parents of all the kids who just got either knocked out by poisonous gas or hit in the head or um, severely dangered and injured. I actually love this. This part of the episode because yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's nothing better than like getting, you know, that that family information about all these characters we've just been watching for the past, you know, two three seasons, and you're just like, you want to see what, you know, mm-hmm. what what what's their life like outside of UA, you know, or what's their parents like, and that, I I like that they you know they do well bringing in other characters, even if it's just for, you know, just fan service. Like, hey, here's yeah. Here's, uh, you know, Bakugo's family. Here's, you know, just we got we got to see it, man. We got to see it. Right. I think out of all the fam- I mean, I like Jiro's family, the kind of like rocker-esque type yeah. of like, no, man, like, you know, <laughs> of course, man, free spirit. I love Bakugo's mom. Man. Bakugo's Bakugo mom. Is, 
hilarious. And now, and it all makes sense. They made it all make uh, sense to me. It, it, both of Bakugo's parents, the mom kind of being the tough one. The dad, just, like, threw me off, bro. The dad threw me off. Shut up, dad! Like, it's one of those... <laughs> Who the hell told you to speak? He's really um, a pushover, like, straight yeah. up. Yeah. Bakugo's mom is like, I like what you said, though. And this is how I knew my students, my son was getting the right attention that he deserved because I listened to what he said at the press conference. And I was like, you know, these these teachers really got my students. And she was also it was like, I'm glad that he went through what he went through as well, because it humbled him. People yeah. have been telling him that he got this awesome quirk for all of his life and he's just kind of have to live with it. But now he's going to see, realize like there are major consequences to these type of things and you have to become better. And he wants to become better. And they love that he's going to a school that's sort of promoting that and cultivating mm-hmm. that within him. So yeah, it's awesome. Shout out to Bakugo's parents. Now, Deku's mom. Deku's mom is like, uh, uh-uh. man, I don't. I, I was I had mixed emotions about about Deku's mom during this. Sure. Um, because obviously that's her son, so I can't say, you know, I don't understand, but I'm thinking to myself, like, after all the times this, this, this guy has been fucked up, this was the last stand, like, this was it. I mean, I mean, she could have pulled this card a while ago is what I'm trying to say. So I think she did. I think she wanted to, because if you remember at the end of season two, there was that mall incident that Deku turned himself in. I remember that. They definitely... They yeah. definitely played on. They definitely played right. on. It was it was definitely to fulfill how she was kind of already feeling. She just couldn't say it, and I guess this was the final straw. I'm just saying, it's like yo, like soon as my like, I've been to, breaks his arms at school, I'm like, all right. I've been to it. my son has been to the school for one semester, and he has had to face evil villains. There's been a terrorist attack at the school. He has been abducted at the mall. He has been you know, roughed up in a forest. He was in a coma for two days. Where does it stop, UA? Where does it stop? Why should I allow my kid to go to the school? My my son, my only son. I am the only parent here. He is all that I have. Why should I allow him to go back to the school? Why should I put his life in peril once again, just so he can get... There are other schools I mean, there's Shiketsu High, uh, or the the Ninja School, whatever the hell it is. Right. But like, you know, Duelist Academy. I don't know what to say. But we're what are they all in Japan? Um, but there why? are other schools that he can go to. But why? And you see, All Might, formerly the number one hero, have to really kind of get down on his knee and kind of humble himself and kind of understand the responsibility that he had that he may not have been the best teacher in any of these situations. It may not have had to, set the had to, be able to, had to be able to admit it. Yeah. Not uh not set the best example um for all these things. So maybe it, that was uh, just it. That was just a tipping point, I suppose. But like I just I'm thinking tipping point. Like, I don't blame her. No, I, I can't blame her. I obviously can't blame her, but I would have pulled him out sooner. <laughs> that's all all i'm trying to say like she could have really pulled him out a while ago oh my god well he's staying he's staying because she know he loves all might you know all might loves him number one hero great recommendation she just wants him to be the best that he can previously quirkless weirdo now with a quirk and you know she loves her son ultimately at the end of the day so she's sending him back to the school Sending him back to the dorms. They get to the dorms. Aizawa threatens them. Says, I should expel <laughs> I should expel all of you except Bakugo. 
Hagakure, who is like, I forgot she's she's so invisible. She yeah, her quirks invisibility, but she's so invisible just in general. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like we need a we might need a Hagakure episode. Just I to think feel it, like I, it's it has to happen. What's the what's the day in the life of the invisible girl who's kind of like she's very girly? There, and we don't. I mean, I, obviously, I haven't. I haven't read up to there. But do, is there any more information on like anything about her? No. Besides what we know. No, she is. Uh, I mean, she gets. She she'll get a part in an upcoming arc with the student stuff. Like all the students have to compete right, in this. You know, right. this thing that's actually going to come in season five. But it's definitely like the next chapter in the manga after season four ended. So she'll she be does. there. Love. She needs some love, man. We got I got to see well, what is she doing when she gets to the crib, you know? Yeah, this is true. Well, what are they all doing when they get to the crib? Because now we have the dorms. They have a little like, oh, let's, you know, let's see the dorms. Let's let's see who has the best dorm. Let's do a contest. You know what I'm saying? Whew. Okay. Class 1A dorms. Tell me, who has got the best one? Who Your, your favorite of the, you know, the bunch that you've seen? Uh... I would pro- I probably just to be honest. Yeah. Midorius, man. <laughs> <laughs> all all lighted out. Yo, he's he's living his gimmick, man. You know, he's he's living li- I mean, that's true. Bro. That's true. It's like damn, he's such a Kirishima. All the, all the chicks walked in were like, yo, he's such a kid. Look at Kirishima's him. Had a, his dorm was hard too. Yeah. He got a little workout thing. He's like, yo, I get I guess it done in here, first of all. all right. Um, he has a punching bag. I, in, you know? I like how Todoroki like completely Japanese up his door. <laughs> no, no, dude. Like Todoroki's room was super clean, but it, it's cool when you when you see the shots of his house. It's the same. It's like the same. Yeah, you know. So I, they did a good job making sure they that carried over. But uh, yeah, his room is his room was fire. They managed to. It, it's a great kind of tool because they managed to show all of their personalities within their, you know, just their rooms. You see Ayayama's room. It's super sparkly, super glamorous. Um, you see, you know, Koda's room, mad animals, just having fun. Um, you see Tokoyami's room. It's darkness because darkness. <laughs> right. And Mina Ashido's very pink. Momo Yayorozu, there's a huge king-sized bed in the middle of her room. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I don't know how I'm going to fit all my stuff in here. You know, this is size. Rich life. This is the size of one of my closets. To which, like, Uraraka is like, this is the size of my house. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my God. On the low. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Um, But, you know, the dorm episode is very cute. It's very, you know, let, let, let's take a, like, let's, let's take a step back. It was needed. Yeah, because it's been all super serious since then. Um, people usually feel way... I think the action in this show is so good that people tend to feel a way when we get to these type of episodes. And don't get me wrong. I mean, these aren't my favorite... This isn't my favorite stretch of the show, I'll say. But there are definitely people who feel a way kind of like, yo, there needs to be more action going on always. And, and if they're not in action right now, it needs to be leading up to more action. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta remember these. This is a, this is an anime. Yeah, you gotta get back to some things that we just want to know. You know, it may not be. Uh, yeah, what this is? We're talking like fifteen minutes right here. Right, and you know? I think also, uh, you know, 
I think with pacing for just storytelling, you need to kind of like taper off a little bit, cool down, so you're able to heat up again. Yeah. I mean, there's only so much time you can bring the action. You're not getting higher than All Might versus All for One. It no. just doesn't get bigger than that. Again, it doesn't feel like filler to me. Like I, I didn't really. I know that it, it, like you said, for those people that kind of have an issue with it, they would call this filler. But mm-hmm. I think that they gave important information during this period. Yes, it was kind of comedic in a way, and you know, it had little just fun, witty, witty things. But it served a purpose for sure, in my opinion, as far as continuing to build and develop every single one of these characters. Right. No, you're absolutely right. Um, Let's move on to the training for the provisional license. This is exactly what they came to do. They're going to spend the remaining of the summer just training to be heroes and determining their ultimate moves Mm -hmm. and all this other stuff like that. But let's talk about the provisional license exam itself. So they're training um, to pretty much get their license. Provisional license grants them the ability to do actual hero work alongside heroes instead of, you know, pretty much do all the things they've been doing illegally anyway for the last couple of months. Right. They're, they're able to do it legally. Um, it has a 50% pass rate. Um, they spend most of the time training for the exam, creating ultimate moves. Fast forward. Okay, so boom. There were most recently two new OVAs released. Okay, okay. My Academia. Right. Over the weekend. Actually, yeah. So that's going to date when this actual episode was recorded. Um, but that were released, that were training for the provisional licensing exam. Have you seen it? No, I have not. Okay. That is fine. Um, I thought it was going to be the whole class. It is not the whole class. It's so funny. They were like, okay, we're going to split these classes into two. Let's take all the main characters on one side and then people who don't matter on the other side. And we never get to see how the other side of the class does. But they're two new OVAs. They're out. They deal with this. And kind of all that I'll say about it, it's very interesting. I think it's more so. Whereas I think the anime is going to focus a lot more on like that first part, like developing moves, evade stuff working on your mobility, all this other stuff like that. These two OVAs kind of, you know, on the second half of the exam, the final phase of the exam where you got to rescue people and, and deal with situations that are beyond your control and stuff like that. So it was very, very scary, um, but also very, very good. Two episodes, new OVAs, so they're out. We're going in. Yeah, slip them, slip them in your uh, watch, even though they are currently at the beginning of season four for whatever reason of the show they positioned them so weird um when they put them on crunchyroll hulu funimation and everything else how it gets done that way one thing that we we maybe we can have a ramen talk about it one day but just they need to be more organized anime releases and actual dates and like it is it gets it gets wild and confusing a lot i agree i agree let's get to the um well in the strain for provisional licensing exam, I say one of the highlights is that they do have to upgrade their costumes. And I love that it's this whole system that of upgrading the costumes. Well, give me the manual that came with your costume. We do this. We look for upgrades. If there are upgrades that we can do that are small times, you fill out the registration and we send it to the company that kind of manufacture it. If, the, if there needs to be bigger upgrades for it, we send the actual whole costume itself back to the company so they can make the. I was like... Come yeah, on. It's kind of, we don't have nobody in house to just do this right now. 
Well, they do. So they have Power Loader, who is at the head of development studio, and of course, our favorite Mai Hatsume, who yeah, one of my favorite characters bursts out the door and lands on Deku in a very, very compromising position, especially with Uraraka right there, and like just Deku, frank her titties on Deku. Losing <laughs> a lot of action. A lot of action man. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not really sure how they get away with some of this stuff on the show but i i like i understand it's very quick and they just move on from it but i feel like it's it's just embedded within the culture japanese anime culture you got to throw it in there a few times boom boom yeah it's never it's very rarely the other way around like women harassing i mean they are don't get me wrong like in that sort of fashion but We'll see. We'll see. It's always, you know, some, I guess, fun stuff. Um, also in this, Deku learns to kick instead of breaking his arms by punching. So I wish, which I think I texted you when I found out when I got to this, this part and, you know, realizing he was going to switch it up. I mean, I just, it was so smart. Man. Yeah. I, I didn't think either. Like, I didn't really think about it like that. Like, I, even watching it, I, I guess I was so tied up with all Mike's gimmick. And the fact that Deku was taking it on that I never really even, which is just to me, that's just good writing, but I never really considered, you know? So when I got to this part, I was like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, this is, this is perfect. It made me think, it was like, have I, has All Might ever kicked a thing in his life? Right, right. Like, <laughs> seriously. I mean, he doesn't skip leg day, you know? He's, no, not at all. Good, but I'm, but I really, yeah, it was a nice, like, way to transition Deku into, having his own thing and which I think mm. they were trying to do anyways at this point. Yeah, pretty much. Um, let's fast forward to the provisional license exam. Cause there's quite a bit, quite a bit of action. If you're looking for action, this is it. It's still not the action, the world ending action that everyone loves and anticipates, but it's action nonetheless. Um, provisional license exam. They meet at the national Dagaba arena and all types of schools throughout Japan, you know, they're all everyone's here. Everyone from their own. I bl- I like to believe everyone from their own separate anime <laughs> has approached. Yeah, that, this, that you know? this is how I feel. This is how I feel. I feel like there's a Kabetsu, Kabetsu, <laughs> Ketsubetsu High Academy, Ketsu High, hey. all this other. Yeah. There's their own My Hero Academia thing, but um, let's see. So the first school that pulls up is Ketsubutsu Academy, an off-brand version of Class One A, in my opinion, with a not as charming protagonist. You know that kid who like breaks the ground? Yeah, yeah. I think that's supposed to be their Deku. It definitely is, but he's, you know. he's not as interesting as Deku. No, but I could see him in another anime being built as that. Right, like right. the kind of if that was if he was the he'd be the protagonist. Yeah, yeah. a Baki esque. It's like a Baki meets Deku, right. and maybe not as an overall sexual and over you know brutal way, but it could be. Um, my only thing about this school is the teacher flirts with Mister Aizawa at every point, and he curbs her. What, what? what are your thoughts on that, sir? What Miss Joke? Yeah, Miss Joke. This joke is hilarious. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, like, I, I, as funny as that is because of her name, but uh, she's so giddy and, you know. You think they had a thing? Yes. Definitely. They definitely had a thing. They definitely had a thing. Like, 
it was one of those situations where he just he messed up you know like you know in the office Mm. with kelly on february 13th (laughs) the same thing happened to you i guarantee it it was just some some situation that he just has not been able to get out of this since damn so is ellen needs a girlfriend he might need one miss joke is a is, is a pretty lady yeah, I would say, I mean, they would work well together. He is yeah, very dry, lack of sense of humor, and she does. I think they would work well together. Um, There's something there, man. There's something there. Uh, next one, I see Shiketsu High. Great uniforms. Yeah, that's hard. That's I got on this. Yeah, they, um, got, they got fits. It features a student, Yorashi, who dubbed UA High in order to go to Shiketsu High. And wow. he was recommended to UA on recommendation and wow. said, nah, going to Shiketsu. Uh, and we learn why. Okay. I think cool, in season four. Where you like and, no. What happened? You like the design? Um, it's cool. I like, I actually like a fair amount of their students that we meet here. Yeah. I, I, I like some of the quirks. I like some of their looks. I like some of the other ones of their looks, like a lot, lot. Um, as we'll talk about in a few minutes, but I, I like them. I like them. Um, I like the very dry, sleep deprived heroes public safety commissioner who's proctoring the exam. Who's just like, yeah, yeah. exam's about yeah. to start in five minutes. <laughs> yeah, um, thirty students is passed. Can we get this <laughs> over with already? Um, I love that. Uh. I love everything about it. These were actually the episodes itself where I actually caught up to the show. So it's very, you know, I guess, I don't know. I guess it means a lot. I don't know if it means a lot or anything. But when I first started watching the show, I had not watched. I pretty much binged through season one, season two, and the better part of season three. So I didn't have to thankfully wait week by week as All Might faced all for one. Um, So I managed to get through everything in general. And these are kind of the episodes that I left up to. I remember a specific one was called Rush that was... Um, that I uh, that I got up to, but you know, they get out there, they get on the field, they're doing you know provisional licensing exam, and Miss Joke wonders why Mr. Aizawa didn't know. Let them know the severe disadvantage that Class A one has due to everyone being able to see them at the sports festival and knowing their quirks. To which Mr. Aizawa says, "Listen, I'm not worried about them. Yeah, you you're always going to have to overcome these things anyway, and if you're going to be good." You got to overcome these things. People yeah. are going to know your quirks. And in, in real life, you know, they're going to run into situations that they can't they can't comprehend. You know, it's going to be something they you can't teach that. So he's like, might as well let them go figure it out on their own. Yes, that's true. That's good teaching. Though. That's good teaching. Listen, he's preparing them for real life. He was like, yo, people are going to know your quirks anyway. You're going to be stars. You're going to be top 10, top 10 heroes. Everyone's going to know Red Riot's quirk. And they're going to try their best to stop it. But you got to, you know, you got to adapt and you got to overpower them. Um, the provisional licensing exam is broken into two phases. The initial phase in which examinees must avoid having all three of their targets lit up and instead eliminate other examinees. Only 100 applicants out of the 1,540 <laughs> will pass. <laughs> That's a lot of sad people at the end of the day. Uh, it sounds like those city exams mm-hmm. that... I just, I've maybe taken a couple of times, um, but I don't necessarily like, I don't like when it's like, okay, only a hundred of you will pass out of, I was like, all right, fuck you then. Yeah. It's like, I'm not, I'm not going to be one of those. Like, <laughs> why are you doing this? Yeah. To 
Yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to work that hard. Um, boom. So the students are split up after a while because, I mean, they try their best to fight with one another. I actually do like these scenes because they try their best to fight one another. A lot of the schools come and ambush them, but they're like, oh, we got ultimate moves, hoes. <laughs> like, We've been learning a little bit of extra shit. Yeah, man. Look at the viscosity on my acid. I've uh, Now I can use Dark Shadow as like a shield and a cape. Or like, you know, Deku's like, look at my feet. Ha. Um, so they they know a lot of things, but they're eventually split up in various ways. And I like the little split up thing. It gives them, we get to see kind of, we get to see all the students. I mean, except the end part. They have this thing where they're like, obviously these students don't matter. So we're going to save them for the last possible yeah. But I, I get that because we're going to end up. I'm, I'm sure we end up seeing some of these students again in different situations or students that you know get elevated and put in a better situation in in UA or you know maybe a transfer, man. Somebody got a transfer, man. Get back over here, UA. Hmm. Maybe they kicked out the class when they had to two A or something. <laughs> yeah. Right. In their second year, um, Deku was ambushed by Kami. Yusumishi from Shiketsu High, and it has sexy results. It does. Um, little, super little sexy. Extra, little extra here, but... She jumps in from behind and then, like, obviously pins him down and, like... Literally rubs like, her titties <laughs> down or up Deku's back. Woo, boy. And Listen, they got, they got spicy. But Deku's not really like a horny kid, though. So no, but I mean, the out. ladies seem to love him. They they seem the attracted. Ladies, to him. We love Deku, but you know, they just—he's still like, oh my, you know, oh my god. <laughs> um, not worry about no titties right now. To which Sarah eventually he meets up with Sarah, and Sarah's like, oh my god, <laughs> she was naked, bro. Um, <laughs> oh. All of this is very interesting and very strange. I put I put quotes around Kami Utsumishi because you know we eventually learn at the end of this that it's actually not her. And the entire time it was Hamiko Toga from <laughs> the oh, League of Villains. As someone else. Yeah. She has a quirk that thing is other people. Actually, it makes me wonder what happened to Kami during this entire thing, but we'll learn that in season four. But you know. I don't know what the necessarily part of her being there. Maybe she was sent to get more blood. I would like to think what it was, wasn't it? Or yeah. was she was she just just bored? She just wanted to see Deku. Maybe. I would like to think she had a plan. Uh, there was like, okay, go get more blood. Since you were supposed to get like mad things of blood during the thing, and you only got one person's blood. After watching season four, I would probably say you're right. They she probably has a plan. Definitely. Yeah. Um. Eventually, Deku is reunited with Sero and Uraraka, and they have a plan and say, like, listen, to manage the past and eliminate these guys, we need to subdue them. We can't fight them one-on-one. It's only three of us. We need to do it. So they have a plan. They use Sero's tape. They use Uraraka's gravity. They manage to tape down everybody and manage to eliminate them. Deku, Uraraka, Sero, pass. Um, one egg's got the plans. If yeah, they, 100%. Got, they always got plans. Um, there's a, there's another team, but Yayorozu, Asubi, Jiro, and Shoji, who faces the students from Seiyai High, an all-girls school, and it becomes a game of tactics. You know, the, the, the ladies from Seiyai High Academy, they trap them in the room, they turn on the cold, they shoot Jiro's ear, this they do my, a lot of... 
this was an elaborate like part I, to me i thought that this was extremely unfair mm. what are they doing man i guess you could do I, anything they allowed i mean i don't know what anime they came from i, I, I i'm still like, under you see the situation they were in like they had to do a lot of lot of thinking well it's because homegirl who is the leader of all these ladies her quirk was like super genius it was yeah. like oh so it's not like she has a physical quirk. So she's got to use her brain. She's got to attack Yayorozu. But I was even over there, like, damn, how are they gonna get out of this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> for real. Like, oh, I was no, like, okay. for real. I was, I was really like, I don't know how this is gonna end. Shout out to Momo who got it done. Um, we love Momo. We got a lot of love yeah. from. We do. Uh, there was another one, um, and obviously we're out of or- order here, but Yoyorashi from Shiketsu High defeated, eliminated 120 examinees by himself and was actually the first one to pass, just based off his quirk, his hurricane quirk. It was just like, yo, Fire. you only get six balls, so I'm not sure how he eliminated 120, 120 people. I don't know, man. But he did. He did. That's He was recommendations, bro. Should have won the UA. Um, Todoroki of UA defeats other several students. He defeats like multicolored ninjas from I, another school. They, they, they really just like fed those guys to Todoroki. Like, yeah, they're just trying yeah. to make them strong. Yeah, but you know, he I defeated like them all. Good for him. Listen, the only two students to really kind of like, okay, we're eliminating a lot of people by ourselves. It becomes a very important point all later on, you know, after mm-hmm. the fact. Um, Bakugo, Kaminari, and Kirishima, I think my favorite trio, managed to defeat um, Seiji, a student from Shiketsu High, whose quirk is to turn his opponents into meatballs. And we really get um, Kaminari's kind of like coming of age (laughs) moment where he's like, my quirk finally works now that I have all these upgrades to it. And he isn't able to shock himself. So good for Kaminari. This is I'm leaving this moment. For praise for Kaminari. Yeah, no, because he 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 does deserve it for this. But the the guy is court man who like, can I return this court? Like, can I can I give me something new? Like, what Kaminari? Turn no man, turn everybody to meatballs. Oh, <laughs> Come on, bro. he got he got the yep. bad stick, man. I I agree. I, I need Kaminari. I need Kaminari to watch. Yu Yu Hakusho and watch Kurabara and say, okay, now I can turn my lightning into a sword. That's kind of what I need. I need him to be yeah, able to transform his lightning. He should yeah. be able to do that. Yeah. If he can control it, he can, like, okay, you know, you just it's need a, a little power. Of some sort. A little bit of, yeah. Um, Anything electricity has a lot of potential, though. Absolutely. You already know. Uh, final nine out of ten spots are pretty much won by the class one A students after like a rally inspired by Ayoyama, who shoots his who's almost eliminated. By the way, he's got two fucking things. He's lit up. He's like, damn, I'm trash. I do not belong here. Um, Some would say that, but he too. shoots his naval laser to the sky, and it sends out alert to the people, and. All the other class one A kids, they hop in, and it's Mina Ashido, it's you know Jiro, not Jiro actually, it's Hagakure, it's Tailman, it's everybody. Um, 
and they do it. All class one A passes, and Aizawa was like, "Yo, this was too close. <laughs> like, y'all should have done better. Y'all should have been passed." He was, yeah, he definitely felt it because he, you know, he he was confident talking to Miss Joke about it. So I think he just felt a certain type of way. Like he's like, oh, he's yeah. "Edge of his seat a little bit as well." Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. The final phase is a mock rescue mission with professional rescuees. That's right. You heard it first. People who are paid to be in trouble so (laughs) heroes can train to see, you know, they can capture them. These professional rescuees will grade each examinee and assess how they, you know, how they assess issues, rescue people in a high pressure situation. And if a examinee drops below 50 points, they fail. Let's talk about a few high points from this. Uh, immediately, Deku gets points deducted for saying the wrong thing. He was like, "This <laughs> is bad. This is bad." <laughs> I know he's like, "Like that's what you're gonna say to us as soon as you pull up?" Because that's real. I mean, I wouldn't want anybody to, you know, someone who saved you. You know this. This looks bad. This looks bad. I'm having the worst day of my life, and you're gonna tell me this is bad, and you the hero. Oh my god. So Deku gets some points knocked off. Bakugo also not a people friendly person. Immediately no. just pisses people off. He's like, "Yo, help yourself." Yeah, but uh, remember, hey, let, let's not, let's not skip over the the part, you know. You know what? Well, are we really that important for, you know, they, they start questioning their own health. <laughs> it's like, yeah, maybe maybe we shouldn't let him rescue us. We're fine. Go get somebody else. But ultimately, I think they were also like but he was pretty rude, so I'm gonna knock him down a couple <laughs> steps anyway. <laughs> but the even questioned themselves, like, oh my god. Yeah. 100 percent Um, Gang Orko arrives. When I tell you one of the first episodes that I saw was Rush. Um, Gang Orca is pretty much one of the heroes I first saw and kind of like actually keeping up with the actual show itself, and I fell in love with him because he's a killer whale with a suit. And he's a, like a 1930s villain, but he's a killer whale. Maybe just amazing. at this point, my favorite design from any hero. Might be. Straight and up. he's on a list of like heroes that like look like villains, which yeah. is a very obscure list. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I thought that was even funny that they that you know <laughs> they said that, but he's he's has a perfect design. I haven't seen you know. I was a big fan. On you remember Street Sharks? Yes, I do. Of course. Yeah, I, you know, I loved uh, Moby Licks. Man, Moby Licks was fire. He had like orange pants, you know, a tank top, and of course, you know, the tongue and, and the water spout. But when I saw Gang Orca, I was like, oh man, this just brings me back. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Shout out to Gang Orca. Um, Todoroki and Yayo Yayo Rash ah, Yayo Rashi. I'm pretty sure I just fucked up his name, but right. fair enough. Um, they spend the time fighting. They're fighting because Yorashi has a grudge against his, uh, Todoroki's dad, Endeavor, who's yeah. just trying to he's just trying to get an autograph or something along those lines. Something that happened in the past, and Endeavor kind of just brushed him off completely. And so he's held this grudge against Todoroki forever so much that I guess he even went to a different school than Todoroki, which, which was like, that? huh. That's like, what are you doing, man? Like, you're ruining your own opportunities because you hold on to a grudge. You better pull up the UA, man. They try to outdo one another to see who can get rid of 
Wow. That's a first. Um, that was interesting. I have, I'm, I'm, that may be the first time <laughs> I ever, <laughs> I ever heard you sneeze, dude. On a podcast. Bro, that never happens. Um, uh, wow. So, so <laughs> I feel like another sneeze is coming on. It's good. Hey, man. Bless you, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. The thing about me sneezing is that people think it's a cough. So no one has ever actually said bless you. Wow. That's really tragic. It's tragic as a kid. I'm I'm super glad that you did. And it's reaffirmed our friendship for the rest of the time. I was like, hold on, man. (laughs) I'm going to leave that in the episode. Um, (laughs) But gang Orca managed to subdue Todoroki and Yarashi with its hypersonic waves. Because once again, he's a fucking whale. Um, Good. Okay. Uh, but after being yelled at by you know Deku, they pull up with a unison attack. Gang Orca manages to escape unison attack, and just as Deku is about to body him with one of his lethal kicks, the Does exam it... comes to an end, and it's over. It's over, and everyone's questioning what's going on, what's happening, how do we do here, and we get the final results. Deku now has his provisional license it's one of the greatest days of his life shout out to deku the only two people in class 1a who do not have the provisional exam are bakugo and Todoroki. how did you feel about this uh it was definitely a twist um i i don't want to say i you know because at first i was questioning like bakugo's situation i'm like how's he gonna pass this you know just like not off the fact that you know you just gotta you gotta tag, but I'm talking about this section of you know getting people to feel comfortable when you're trying to rescue them. It's not in him at all. So I did have like question marks with him, but I definitely didn't think that they would have it to the point where you know both of those guys, two of the top guys in the class, not pass. The humbling is they, what I like they, to call this. They, I think they yeah they it needed it. You know they both needed it, um, especially in my opinion, Todoroki. Because I think, yeah, I think I think both. No, for sure. But I, I just, you know, they alluded so much to just Todoroki the way he uses his power and uh, or the way he. I don't want to. I hate saying power when we're, we're talking my hero. The way he I, uses cork. Um, you know what I think it is with Todoroki. I think he just he's so used to, and and they talked about it a little bit on the final exam as well. I think he's used to like doing things himself and that he has a very hard time actually working with others and i think it's a lot of his own personality and i think it's a lot of because of the stress that he had put on him when he was younger as well i think a lot of things come into play when it's Todoroki's growth as an actual human being itself and like get along with others not being as maybe as anti-social maybe being more open a lot of different things like that. I think there's a lot with Todoroki that still needs to be established from a standpoint of like, okay, he's a hero with cool moves, but what actually makes him anybody has cool moves? Like what right. makes him the actual hero? What makes him what makes people believe in him? What makes him and you get all these things, especially when they have to go through thing next season and then he sees his dad and all this other stuff like that. Like what truly inspires him, what truly makes him a full yeah. hero? Yeah, what makes him tick? And and Bakugo, I just think Bakugo needed to be humbled a little bit because, first of all, it's entertaining. Um, 
but also he also needs to know he also needs to step back and maybe he needs perspective on himself and kind of figure out like what's the same thing as Todoroki it's like what makes people believe in you as a hero it can't just be all the power stuff do you think at this point he's already questioning if he is the strongest and best in the class you think that's in the back of his mind no because I think he does believe it but I don't I think he believes he's the best but I don't think you could you could say that he is the best hero right I think he's the best in terms of physical abilities. He's super gifted. He's got a mind. He's got all these other things. But in terms of being the actual best hero, in terms Mm -hmm. of like what you know being a hero is, and it's kind of been established through this entire series. I can't say Bakugo is the best hero. Yeah, no, he's he's a dickhead. He's a terrible person. I I agree with you. I mean, I wouldn't say that at all about him. At least not yet. Um, so that's where we'll kind of leave off on this episode. Everyone in, you know, Class 1A except Todoroki and Bakugo has got their licenses. Let's see how this affects them in the future, especially in the near future. Mm. Um, next episode, we'll be wrapping up Season 3. I mean, first of all, next episode means tomorrow, by the way. So Thursday, right. we'll be wrapping up Season 3 with Deku versus Bakugo. Great fight. Oh, man. Super, the weird introduction to me, that maybe should have been saved for season four, but ultimately in season three, the big three, we get to learn the big three of yeah. UA High. So Finally, make sure you got. When I first watched sure. the series, you know, I watched watching on Hulu, and they already show, uh, like the you know because they 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 uploaded it to the point where it's the latest picture from the season, and I'm like, who is this guy? Lamillion, of course, but. It was it was strange because I was like I don't even know who this guy is. I watched this series all the way through, so we will see all of them, especially on the next episode of the show. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for subscribing. Make sure you continue to follow us on the Lookout RNC on our Twitter page, on our Instagram page, on everything of the rather. We're going to continue bringing you great content throughout the rest of the week. Um, just thank you guys for listening. Um, we will be back tomorrow with the final episode great. of season three of My Hero Academia. See you then. Take care.